0: Hey guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook of Pieces of Tim Podcast, Twitter Pieces of Tim Pod, our email is PiecesofTimPodcast at gmail.com, find us on our anchor page where you can leave us a voicemail with comments or suggestions for the podcast, and you can also find us on eight different platforms for all your listening needs.
1: Happy New Year! Is that is that how we want to start it?
2: Perfect. Is that how we want it to go? Twenty twenty. Now go.
1: Oh, okay, we're doing. Are we doing videos or no videos? I had the video on. Oh. I don't think it matters.
2: This is terrible. Okay. This
1: is a, we had a great start. <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yep. Go. Welcome to the Pieces of Tim podcast. My name is Mark. I'm Kale, And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about uh, 2019 in review and 2020 in the future. What things hold? What did we like? What did we not like? What uh, What do you have to think about it? What do I have to think about it? And that's what today's episode is going to be about. But before we get into the episodes, I want to give a shout out to uh, our social media, um, Pieces of Tim podcast. Uh, at gmail.com Twitter is Pieces of Tim Pod Uh, Facebook is Pieces of Tim Podcast and Spotify is Pieces of Tim Podcast or Pod Pod Pod. Uh, Christina you should be proud of me because I did all that by memory
0: Good job buddy
1: I like that we inserted into the beginning of every episode though
0: Yeah I thought that too
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot because we did that. I even edited <laughs> that, didn't I? Oh, well. We're like, just going to have it twice, and share, share, twice, share. And twice in this episode. Yeah, like, share, do all the things, tell your listen. friends, listen. let your grandma listen, whatever. Yeah. Um, today, it may sound a little bit different because we're doing this over uh, Skype. Uh, yeah. So, if the sound quality is lacking... Uh, apologies uh, I am not feeling my best uh, so I did not want to come over and uh, destroy uh, <laughs> Kale and <laughs> Christina's toilet so
0: information. Yeah.
1: now don't play it for your grandma <laughs> <laughs>
2: too it, late give it to your kids as a cautionary
1: warning but don't <laughs> play it for your grandma <laughs> Uh okay so Kale okay, well, um kind I, of let's, let's talk about 2019 and review real quick. Uh, so what what were some of the things that you loved and some of the things that you did not love about 2019? Um
2: I think it had a good year for movies, comic book movies mm-hmm. and shows, the later half for shows. Um I made a list
1: but we won't go. I could read them really quickly or not at all. Give me give me your top three movies and then top three shows. All right. So of course endgame and then um
2: Spider Man. And let's see, I have to decide. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say Frozen Two. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. It was a good one. Frozen two, really. <laughs> yeah. So we chose that over Star Wars to go see for the weekend.
1: All right. Okay. Not was not expecting it, but well, it's Definitely. you got like, Captain Marvel. Yeah.
2: We didn't. We haven't seen the Joker yet. Mm. We seen okay. A, okay. We saw Us. I'm telling you. I got gotcha. The list okay. here. What about you? Oh wait, John, John Wick yeah. three. Light now. Okay, down. so is that number three or is yeah. John Wick three will be number three? Number three. Kick okay. out Frozen two.
1: Okay, let okay. it go. <laughs> let and it then, go. Just yeah. let it go. Um, for me, uh, movies. Obviously, Endgame uh, would be probably my top tier. Um, I'm also going to say, uh, Alita: Battle Angel uh, came out this year it was surprisingly good. Um, I don't think a lot of people want to go see it, uh, but I highly recommend that you do see it if you haven't. Um, it is a most people most people know about the movie, right? Alita. Yeah. I, was, okay. I know about the movie. I didn't see it, but I know about it. Oh, you need to. It is so good. The story is well written. Um, the actress who actually plays Alita, um, they had to do, like, they did, they used her face for the molding of it, but they did changes to it. It kind of looks like her, but it also kind of doesn't. Um, and she, uh she just gives a, they do a lot of it as motion capture. Um, and she just gives a performance through motion capture that I don't think I, I, I don't think that has ever been done before, other than um, in Last of Us. That's the only other place where I can think of is that a performance was given that well through motion capture. And then my third movie would probably have to be Joker, uh, just because of the fact of it, it was a whole new take on Joker. Um, it wasn't a stereotypical comic book movie where the hero comes in and saves the day. Uh, it is a deep dive on... Uh, mental health issues and the giant glaring holes that uh, society has uh, when it comes to mental health. And um, it it was just an all around great movie. Joaquin Phoenix was stunningly good. Uh, And that is my, that's my number. Uh, Yeah. I'm pretty sure he got nominated for something for it. I don't know what, I don't know what he got nominated for, but I know he was nominated um okay, uh, TV shows., uh, mm-hmm. um, of course, the
2: Mandalorian. Yes, yeah, And um, it was excellent all the way through. Uh, my other one is Watchmen. I would say, did you watch Silicon Valley? I have not.
1: Uh, well, is that the one, is that the one um, about the guys who have the startup company and they have like an algorithm or whatever?
2: yeah it's a very yeah big, yeah, yeah savvy kind of it's from yeah. mike it's Judge. HBO. yeah it's from mike Dudd who did um king of the hill right right, right. it's um, very
1: funny yeah i've I've, I've, yeah, I've seen a couple seasons of it
2: yeah the final season was this year and i, I really enjoyed the whole show <laughs> it had its ups and downs though but it was good But yeah, Watchmen, I really enjoyed Watchmen with the whole. From not the only thing I've had from it was the the movie, but I went into it knowing that it wasn't a continuation from the movie, but more from the comic books. But it wasn't something that like completely threw you for a loop. You know, it kind of like explained things enough to where you got a grasp on that universe and everything. And then, um, you watched it, right? Yeah. What did you think of the ending?
1: I, I I haven't watched the ending yet. I haven't watched the most recent. I've watched all of them up until then. Oh okay. Well, then I won't say anything about the ending. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't say that. No, don't say don't say nothing yet because I haven't watched it yet. Uh, but I will do the same for you. Uh, for Witcher because I know that you started Witcher but you haven't finished it. Yeah, right? I'm only two episodes in. Because um, that is one of mine. So you have Watchmen, you have Mandalorian, and you have what other one? Um, oh, Silicon, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, Silicon, Silicon Valley that's it. That's Which it the, like,
2: the other two are very nerdy, you know, like mm-hmm. Mandalorian, Star Wars. If no one right. knows about the Baby Yoda memes
1: been they've been they're not listening to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> right exactly if you don't know about baby yoda you probably aren't listening to this podcast and if you are listening to this podcast and you don't know what baby yoda means welcome you've stumbled upon us in alternate reality and let us uh do the ways of this reality well welcome and share like and listen <laughs> <laughs> share like
2: and listen. but uh yeah, they're very, but Silicon Valley is once again, it's more set in the like, I mean, Silicon Valley is a real, you know, that's where like the tech world is located. So it's not a like comic bookie, but yeah, the, uh, my other two are very, I mean, fictional fantasy world, Watchmen's superheroes and Mandalorian's way better than Boba Fett
1: right basically yeah um so yours kind of all were in kind of the same realm mine are all going to be kind of in the same realm um mandalorian was also one of mine um just because the fact of like this is not going to sound like a very big accomplishment but it is a very big accomplishment um if you if you know about this okay So the Mandalorian has done something that no other Star Wars um, property has done since the original trilogy, which is bring all of the Star Wars fans under one banner, and we're like, yes, this is something we all agree on, we all love this, and we all want more of this. Like, I haven't barely seen anything bad about Mandalorian. And if it is, it's just uh-huh. because someone has to be like, well, you know, to play devil's advocate, we have to say something yeah. bad.
2: Like, i seen online where someone was like, it's a hundred million dollar show about nothing. But then someone else was like, I'm completely fine with that. Because right. you don't need a whole, like, you don't need, I don't know. It doesn't follow, like, the cookie cutter storytelling. But right. it's not something. It's, to It's a space western.
1: It is. Yeah. It's a space western. You know, it was like it's basically. I heard someone say that it's what the movie Solo should have been. Yeah, that's accurate. I started Solo, it didn't finish because. <laughs> I just, liked Solo. It wasn't the best, but I liked it. Um, my I, I, second. My second pick is going to be uh, Love, Death, Robots. So, Mandalorian is number three for me. Um, number two is going to be Love, Death, Robots. Have you seen Love, Death, Robots?
2: Um, one episode, and I started another. But you <sighs> told us it about it plenty of times. So it, it is so
1: good. It is so good. It's just, I think the reason why I think you would like it so much is because there are so many different animation styles. And the, it's, it's almost like Black Mirror or like a Twilight Zone, but for animation. You know, like it's it's just a it's a whole new take, a whole new story, a whole new everything. Each episode is different um, and they're not connected at all. Um, so you could pick up literally any episode and be fine. Um, my and they do have other seasons uh, coming out. They've confirmed at least one more season of oh, Love, like Death, Robots, which I think is going The creator coming of it was uh, Tim Miller, the first Deadpool. Right.
2: So it's just it's it's not like a like when you see it, like the first one I saw was that weird alien spider thing. mm, Yeah. Yeah. It's a very kind of like I wouldn't say anime as in Japan, but a Japanese vibe of like production story and animation on that episode. Mm -hmm. But then when I saw who created it and stuff, I was like, oh, that's
1: nifty yeah it, it makes sense for that to be what it is yeah. you know coming from him um and my number one slot is going to be the witcher this show okay <laughs> it is so fucking good yeah like oh I watched the first
2: two episodes, and there are some, like, you can tell where it's, like, it's just starting out because some of the, like, effects and stuff. But the Mm -hmm. storytelling's there. Acting is great. To where you're just, like, I really don't care that the CGI looks like a a first season show, even though it's from But it, for some reason, draws
1: you in. But, like, um, so, according... Uh, to Netflix, it did so well that they are planning, I want to say it was up to four seasons now. Yeah, they had, a, they had signed a season two before the season one even aired. Right, but once season one aired, they signed them for season yeah. three and season four because it was doing so well. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, But it's so good. I will say, strong parental advisory for this show. When they say full frontal, they mean full frontal. Okay? I mean,
2: the only thing I've seen is boobs so far. But... You see it all. Like, he goes to the the wizard's tower, and there's women walking around, but naked. And
1: whenever I say... The producer wants
2: wants to see... Yeah. The producer wants to know if there's a full frontal of Henry...
1: (laughs) Oh no, sadly not. Is there see, a, double, um,
0: standards, double, standards, double
2: standards.
1: Hey man, Superman not has. Look, not. Does, long, not mean,
0: does not mean.
1: Does not mean that there won't be.
0: All day long can't see the men's.
2: Hey, you want to see a dick go on
1: Pornhub? I'm, <laughs> double <laughs>
0: well,
2: standards.
1: All, hey, all I'm, I'm saying is, all I'm saying is nobody wants to willingly see a penis. Hey, you okay. want to see that? Go watch the. Um, Go watch Watchmen.
0: I don't willingly really want to see a badge either. They're not the best looking things around.
1: Just like your roast beef sandwich, just staring me in
2: the face. Ew. He watches that raunchy porn. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> what helps the, the Witcher is that, um, how do you say his last name? Cavill. Cavill. Uh, Henry Cavill. As such a.
0: Good-looking man.
2: Not well, that and a a fan of the actual mm-hmm. series, like the
1: original yeah, he's, series. He's a stuff. die-hard Witcher fan. Mm-hmm. Um, he did an interview where uh, he was saying, you know, getting ready for the role, and or he had heard that Netflix was going to do the series, and he told his producer, he's like, I want that role. Like, he's like, I don't care how many times it takes you to contact them, I want to play uh gerald and, and so they contacted the the producers of the show i think like four different times and then the producers had to reach out to henry and were like look we understand that you are interested in the show we are interested in you for the show but we have to hold auditions so just can you can you call off your dogs oh so like, that's like when you put in for like a job
2: interview right And they're like, we got you got Mm -hmm. the job, but just for like legal, just for legal reasons, we have
1: to do we have to follow the like normal procedure. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like your friend hiring you at Burger King. They're like, boy, I got you, but we still got to do interviews.
2: Like when you show up to a hot topic interview and the T Rex. Hey,
1: sometimes it gets you a job. Sometimes it gets you a job, you know. And it was great, and I loved it. And uh, I will forever want to work at Hot Topic. It was, it was so much fun. All right. So next up, uh, how how much longer? Wait, we're only at like we've done TV shows, we've done movies. Um, So, Kale, let let me ask you this: what what in your life are you glad to have seen come out of twenty nineteen? Um, I really just because I'm a.
2: You talking about like in media wise or what our co- what whatever
1: we're in cultural yeah, forever. wise? Whatever.
2: The pieces of a pocket. <laughs> Straight. Uh, I just the fact of the deal that. Everything like Marvel, a franchise, took and built something that actually lasted, especially in a world... You know, they, they did end game and after 10 years, finished off something that they had been building. And in a like culture now, where everyone's attention span is so quick, that they were actually able to keep people interested in something that they were producing and putting out, and able to actually build such hype and everything for every movie that it created in game to the point to where you've got people cheering in the theaters one cap you know says Avengers assemble and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff you know it's so cool to see chills again so mm-hmm.
1: I, I just got chills again
2: yeah me too but You know, like that. I mean, it could have happened any year, but you see where like DC tried to do the quick way, and it's not really working for them. So now they have to reformulate their whole
1: movie franchises.
2: Which I think,
1: think if they take the route of the Joker and just make one-offs, and maybe connect the one-offs, you know, and make it darker, make it that, make it a rated mature dc film universe i think that they would do wonderfully with that
2: the issue though is they have like
1: wonder woman as
2: a base you know she's established her movie did well enough to where they're doing a sequel right, right. so and Shazam was good yeah shazam so, was good i enjoyed that
0: story it had a good story with it i think dc's problem is like Kel said, they're going too fast, but also their storytelling isn't there. Mm-hmm. Like I need a good yeah. story with the action, and right. I think a lot of their movies have been nothing but action and one-liners. Um, right. I need a good I, I mean, story. I think, with-
1: I think if you get a movie and you have nothing but action, it can work. Like John Wick, for example, a yeah. very loose story. Right? Well, the no, thing.
0: Yeah. With like but, John, like, but
1: is- John Wick it is a it is a summer blockbuster take your kid go to the movie eat some popcorn watch some stuff happen and that's it There's you don't need the di- deep dive of the story oh. but whenever you have such a rich culture coming from detective comics you are literally sitting on a gold mine and you're not tapping into it yeah. that's yeah. my
2: issue My it was the deal where they were like they were trying to beat um, Marvel to the punch of being like, look, we, we did something w-, like they were trying to cut them off before they, um, they could get to it, before Marvel could get to it, and it didn't really you know, how do you do a you do Batman you do Superman, Man of Steel and then you do Batman versus Superman right. Dawn of Justice and just throw like Wonder Woman in there and then jump straight into Justice League. Yeah, Justice League with this whole, like, world-ending catastrophic event to pull together this group of people. You know, like, you went from Man of Steel and then Batman versus Superman and that huge time jump of those two movies and the ending of, like, Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy to throwing Ben Affleck in and, you know, people didn't really care for that until it happened and then trying to do a, mo- a justice league movie you needed more background for your characters that are in the justice league and i think that's where it, it like it shot them in the foot i'm with you if they did they should just stick with the one shot you know like you could continue the wonder woman series but it don't really help when your sequel to wonder woman still takes place before Justice League, <laughs> yeah. and you know there's no suspense in what happens because
0: she lives.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's in Justice League, but it uh, you know, like like you said, doing like Joker, they're doing that Batman movie, mm-hmm. uh, Birds of Prey. Yeah, the Birds of Prey redoing, relaunching Suicide Squad, just keep on their own things and right.
1: get get a a market I think, established get your foot I in the market if they did the the same way of like the dc like tv shows like the flash and the Arrowverse, oh, okay. where they they have like the flash tv show they have the arrow tv show and then yeah. they have these big events where they cross them over that and i mean that's the exact same way marvel does theirs as well you know yeah. like it started with iron man it started with you know captain america started with hulk started with thor You know, and then all of a sudden they came in for a crossover, you know. Well, that's the like the thing
2: with Marvel is Kevin Feige and the directors have said the movies that they make, they don't come to them and go, well, we want, you know, like Kevin Feige doesn't come in and go, well, we want the whole purpose of this movie to build up to the the next thing. It's this is your movie.
0: One movie at a
2: time. Yeah, there you go. One movie at a time. So that helps them out because their studio's focusing on one movie, making sure it's the best movie that they can. Yeah, they've had some that fallen short. You know, you got Iron Man 2 and, yeah, Thor, Dark World and those. But they've still. But even
1: then, those weren't bad movies. They were just kind of
2: forgettable. That's what helps them. And then they go back and they reconnect them, like within game and Infinity War with the Infinity Stones, it's just something that seems like a little Easter egg, is connect the dots, and you know, they're gonna do it 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 might not work for them with the whole Disney Plus series because they've stated that like, WandaVision's gonna influence Doctor
0: Strange,
2: yeah, the next Doctor Strange and even, I think, the Loki series I thought it was the the deal with him, no, I think it's um
1: they said uh, that basically the loki series will be taking place so loki is alive okay yeah, it's, an they, it's yeah it's so all right so whenever they went back and changed time and took back the stone and then loki saw the stone and got kicked to him and he picked up the tesseract and then went away in that like cloud there that the show will be about what happened to him after that moment That's
0: this yeah. Loki. this isn't like
1: no it's not yeah yeah it's not old school old school chaotic bad loki yeah
2: yeah it's all his like the misadventures of loki it's not a an alternate timeline loki it's not the loki that everyone came to know and love but from what i thought i might have seen online i could be wrong was that his part of going through because it's like he travels through like history and does things, causes mischief, takes him part of something that like influences Doctor Strange. I know though they did say that Wanda Vision does influence Wanda's outcome and how she ends up in Doctor Strange, um, in the what is it Multiverse of Madness.
0: Yes. That's
2: mm-hmm. it. So that's, that's what I'm kind of worried about the people that. Go to the movies and like the movies, but don't want to like have to pay for the Disney Plus service just to keep connecting dots that don't need to be there.
1: And I'd but let's be honest: on the first day of Disney Plus, over what six billion people or something like that? No, oh, yeah, that, yeah. So I, I think that's what our next episode <laughs> we well, need,
0: and also. Marvel Cinematic Universe fans are most likely going to subscribe to Disney Plus. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah every Same because alive. they
0: get the movies and they also get the TV shows, and most MCU fans are going to want to watch all the TV shows because of all the characters.
1: Yeah, of course. That's, yeah.
0: I don't think they're they, going to
1: have a huge problems with stuff, that.
0: Yeah. Um I mean, of course, there are all going to be people who go to the movies who haven't seen the shows but they're going to go to the movies for the action. Yeah. Right. Gonna Those go. are going
1: to be the people like, say for example, my mom, right. She doesn't follow Marvel like I do, but she enjoys the movies when she goes and sees them. Now yeah. she would probably have questions and I would be able yeah. to answer them, but yeah. she's not going to be like, you know, diving deep. Like we would.
2: Yeah. It, like with my mom, you know, she goes and sees them and then like ask me like a week later, I'm yeah. Like, oh, I finally saw Infinity War. And you're like, that movie's like a year and a half old, but okay. And then she's like <laughs> asking questions, and I'm like, uh I gotta get a refresher on that now. Yeah, yeah, let
1: me let me go back and rewatch. Who's the purple
2: guy that looks like a raisin <laughs> man? Who's <laughs> got the ball sack on his chin? Yeah. So <laughs> but um they just give like a quick like where she, you know, they're like, Oh man, Wanda. You really flipped your lid since Vision left, whatever the case is. Yeah. Then it kind of just gives like a clue of like, okay, you don't have to be like, I got it now. I got a quick like, I need you know, throw in like a spark notes before you hit the like, that's what they should do. Just hand out pamphlets to give like the synopsis of the shows. They haven't said if the winner the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is connected to anything. But I'm assuming that it will be. Yeah, I'm assuming it'll be, but, like, an overall, because there's not, like, a Captain America movie that's been...
0: I have a feeling Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be, like, a crime...
2: Buddy cop movie? Buddy cop movie. That's, I am completely fine but with I that. But I think
0: that's what they're going for. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like...
2: Exactly what they got from, and we'll use that as, like, a, what we're talking about. Um, what's your... Because we kind of went into 2020. <laughs> What did you take from 2019 that um, you enjoyed the most? I forgot how you worded the question because that was like basically
1: the- basically what did you get out of 2019? The things that you yeah. liked most, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I guess mine would have to be that we now are officially in the renaissance of nerd.
2: Yeah,
1: like nerds now officially rule the world. Well, even okay. all the things that are other all the content right and in we are now living in an age of content creators we are seeing more and more people especially for like streamers like twitch and and youtube and, and stitcher and you know all of these things you know you can now you know stream and and do live you know from from your home um and i i really enjoy seeing that and um Uh, I'm, you know, you guys know I'm a huge fan of D and D, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, and Critical Role, uh, which is the uh, show that they stream uh, their adventures that they play in Dungeons and Dragons. Well, this year, our little backstory is that they have been secretly trying to get together a animated show for their characters in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and so you guys know that Dungeons and Dragons is kind of played at the table and the story unfolds there at the table live. Uh, but what they've been trying to do is they've been trying to get uh, all the backlogged episodes of the, the story so far animated. okay? And they're all voice actors that play these characters. So it just made sense for them to play their characters and, and make it into a TV show. It just made sense. Um, but they would go to you know investor after investor after you know uh, TV exec to, to TV exec, and they all got the same feedback of like, oh, this will be a great show when it gets picked up. And they're like, okay, but will you pick it up? And they were like, no, we can't take the risk. You know, and so they were just like, well, well, you know, shit. Like, what are we supposed to do? So what they did is they said, okay, you know what? We're going to take it to the fans. We haven't asked for the fans anything so far. We've just been giving, giving, giving. And this is our time to ask. Okay, so they said what we're going to do is we're going to make three episodes. Okay, we need $750,000 to make these three episodes for the time in the boots, for the animation, uh, because they have to pay animators to animate it. They have to pay other actors to come in and play other roles that they don't play you know, do all, all of these things. Right. Um, and so they said $750,000, we're going to do it in 45 days, 45 days is going to be this campaign we're going to put it on Kickstarter. And, you know, you can have different tiers of like, you know, donating to where like you can get certain stuff and this, that, and the other. Well, um, I had, you know, been kind of following it and the day that it launched, I was like, you know what, I'm going to check it. You know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna check in on it, see how it's doing. I did it within the first like 30 minutes of it starting, and they had already raised over five thousand dollars. I was like, awesome! That's that's so great. They've already raised five thousand dollars. This is this is insanity. Like this is awesome. Um, And then like I I closed out my phone. Literally three hours later, I checked back, and they had already gone over their goal of seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in the first day the first day. So how and much of
2: that money was yours?
1: I don't want to put a dollar amount on it, but a significant amount. Um, so it was enough for me to get free stuff out of it. So it's not free of your paying. <laughs> technically no, but I'm paying to help support, you know, the thing yeah, they're just giving me free. this extra stuff. Uh, so basically after the 45 days they had raised over 11 million dollars wow so not only were they able to get the three episodes that they wanted to make they're also going to turn those three episodes into a first season and a second season so they're able to legitimately create all of these episodes that they wanted to create and then after that um Amazon Prime comes along or Amazon comes along and is like, look, we want to sign you guys because obviously your f- fan base is passionate enough to support what you're wanting to do. We want to back you. So now, you know, they're still getting all the w- kinks and everything worked out. But basically what they're doing is they're going to take the show and put it on Amazon and and Amazon is going to help back it as well. So not only are we going to get the first two seasons we're I think they're up to four seasons now that they're going to get of all this backs. Yeah. Of all this backstory before it's even made. It's just it's it is insanity. And 2019 was a crazy year for for Dungeons and Dragons and for nerd culture, like for Dungeons and Dragons alone. Like we are going to have a new video game coming out. Um, we are going to have so much just books coming out and just all sorts of stuff. It's just it, it's a. It was a crazy, crazy year, um, and I cannot wait to see uh, what is in the future for it and uh, for for this game that I absolutely love. Uh, so that was t- my twenty nineteen. Okay. So, so for you, what is what are a couple of things that you are looking forward to in twenty twenty? Uh, that was a part of my research. I didn't really get to what was coming. Um.
2: There's a good, like, sl- like, new movies. You know, you get some bringbacks from some old ones. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not really too sure if we need. I know you don't. Christina doesn't agree with a Bill and Ted. <laughs> Why? Oh, because it's, it's the deal of, like, old. You know, the Ghostbusters movie. That one was yeah. Too. And more of the deal of like, like you said, with the whole like creation culture going on right now and just mm-hmm. seeing where it goes in the coming year. Yeah. It's intriguing to see what kind of new new things come out.
1: Right. What kind like, of different cultures or, or how the culture yeah. that we are currently living in is going to morph into something else. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm along with you there. Yeah. And then, I mean, you got new game consoles coming out at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah apparently. Um, have you looked into any, any of the the Google stuff? The what's it? Stadia. What's it yeah, the Stadia, which sounds like a like a sweetener, sub, uh, sugar supplement.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, so I know you have to have like supreme internet to get like the four K. What is, you know, sixty frame rates per second. But now,
1: it's, is it a monthly service fee that, that you have to pay on it, or is
2: I'm it just? So it's I, it's I don't watch. think they've announced anything, have they? It's out. It's been out. It? Um, I know. When the kids watch YouTube and stuff, you get a bunch of Google Stadia. No. But it's like a, it's a streaming. Yeah, it's a gaming it's streaming. At least in November, huh?
1: released in November
2: yeah it's like a gaming streaming service yeah but apparently you don't pay for any of the games no okay so you 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 me and you play PlayStation right right PlayStation doesn't really have a service like it but Xbox has a game pass mm-hmm. and you pay monthly for the game pass service and you get you get one thing you get all their exclusives. And the day they're released, you get access to all their exclusives, and then also they put games on um, the closest thing PlayStation has is that uh, PS Now, mm-hmm. which they started putting exclusives on it and stuff. But it was more like PlayStation's key to being like, well, our console's not backwards compatible, but if you buy pay for PS Now, you can play like PS3 and PS2 games the Google Stadia is supposed to be Google you can do play it on anything you could open up Google Chrome on your computer right now and open up your Stadia extension and play games or you could pull out your phone and open up probably I, I want to say as long as you have access to Google Chrome you can play a game it's a cool it's a cool concept yeah, it's definitely, got the, definitely a concept. As long as you've got the data and the bandwidth for it. And I get the feeling that that ultimately is where gaming is going. Um, Xbox already did this past year. a um, You could buy a digital-only Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a smaller, doesn't come with a disk drive. The only way you can get games on it is through the Xbox Store.
1: Right. So, it says then, here, it says here that the Stadia costs ten dollars a month, and
2: mm-hmm. it says
1: it gives the ability to play Stadia titles in four K resolution with five point one surround sound. Uh, it will also confer discounts on certain games as well as occasional free titles. Yeah. So 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 like you like you said, it's like an Xbox Game Pass where you pay the monthly fee plus the initial price to purchase the controller because it you can play it on any screen your tv your phone your computer your whatever Mm. um and so you can you can go from screen to screen which is very cool which is i think what kind of nintendo did with it it broke through with the switch you could take it anywhere you know that was their big selling you could take it anywhere well this you could also do that but you can also play on your phone something that you already have yeah and it's what 129, 125 for the controller? It's not that expensive.
2: Um,
1: no. as long as you they... have the like the service, mm-hmm.
2: then I don't mind, you know, like if if you do get a true unlimited data plan and you play it on your phone, then you're great as long as you get good enough cellular service. And then if you're at your house and you're playing it, you're great. I think you can do it with the Google chromecast you know google smart tv thing
1: yeah that's that's how they're selling them is they're selling them with the uh chromecast pro uh along with the controller um Mm -hmm. and what i'm looking at here is that the stadia pro part of the founders edition is 9.99 a month uh three months including uh included in founders edition up to 4k resolution Frame rate is 60 frames per second, uh, 5.1 surround sound. Uh, Buy games whenever you want, yes. You can buy games. Yeah. Additional free games released regularly, yes, starting with Destiny 2, the collection, and then Stadia Pro exclusive discounts on select games. But they also have Stadia Base, which is coming next year, uh, and that is free this year. Because I know that they released the Pro this year, but I don't know if it'll yeah. be the Pro this year or uh, the base next year. But basically, that one's free every month, but it has resolutions up to 1080p, frame rates at 60 frames per second, uh, sound uh, is uh, stereo, you can buy games whenever you want, additional free games released regularly, no, uh, and then Stadia Pro, uh, Pro exclusive diff- discounts on select game purchases, no. So, I guess my thing is, is, is the $10 a month worth it? And if it's your, like I said, if you've got, like, if you live somewhere, like,
2: not where we live, because we both live in, like, rural areas, I don't know how well your internet
1: is. My internet's pretty good, actually. I've got 100 um, uh, megabits per second, which is pretty much all I need. And I play video games regularly. And I very rarely do I ever have any lag or any, any drops or any anything like that. Uh, like you, it would, because you get the full benefit
2: of, you know, the, that's the thing that they don't include is your internet service depends on your frame rate. You know, right. if, you're, if you're using satellite internet or something to where you're not getting, it's one of those where it's like in the finer print where they're like, you have to have a minimum of this many bits per second in order to get the like 4k 60 frame rates per second type gameplay but if you don't have a console can't get a console but you have the internet i don't see i would see ten dollars being i mean if you people pay for game pass for xbox and they get that on top of having to buy a uh, xbox live account every month or year and um so, to me, it would be you're just a one singular service. And as long as they keep providing, you know, I know at launch they have like Doom, um, one of the Assassin's Creed games, the Destiny 2, and some others. As l- if they could pull in some exclusives, then they've got a running shot at.
1: Yeah, yeah, it says here's a list of confirmed Google Stadia launch games available from November 19th. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Just Dance 2020, Destiny 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, Guilt, Kind, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Rise of Tomb Raider, Shadow of Tomb Raider, uh, Samurai Showdown, Thumper, uh, and then here's a list of ones that are going to be coming in, in. It says other games that are coming in 2019/2020. So we got uh, Attack on Titan 2, Final Battle, Borderlands 3, Darksiders Genesis, Dragon Ball Z- uh, Xenoverse 2, Farming Simulator 19, Final Fantasy 15, uh, let me see, Ghost Recon Breaking Point, uh, Rage 2, Wolfenstein Blood, Doom Eternal, uh, Doom 2016, uh, The Elder Scrolls Online, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Get Packed. Windjammer's Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Darksiders Genesis, Destroy All Humans, Tom Clancy's The Division Two, The Crew, and Watch Dogs Legion Two. So, so it's not a very long list, but it's also a brand new system that I think people are still trying to figure out.
2: Yeah, it's a. You got three. You know, you got Xbox and PlayStation as the big, well-known. Everyone knows that, and Nintendo, who's been around longer and is the definitely household name so Google throwing their hat into the uh, arena it makes it kind of hard because you get do get developers and stuff that are like why are we going to come in and have to work on coding and stuff to get our thing over to your system to make sure that people can play it and work on another if we release updates or patch okay. fixes and stuff that's another thing we have to do when we've already got them on at least two of the major platforms plus i mean of course you can't forget pc and the fact that you've got steam on pc which is the major like that's where everyone most everyone buys games from and then epic which is the um epic games yeah Fortnite. Fortnite, they launched their own store
1: so google's kind of like but I feel like if anybody can do it, if anybody's got the backing power, it's gonna be Google. Well they they've got the, the finances.
2: For sure. And especially on a server based the you know, this yeah I think is a server based platform. Right. So on that, what is your what are you looking forward that to? That was
0: what he was looking forward
2: to. No, I know when to said consoles oh. and stuff.
1: You sorry. <laughs> You just just stepping all over my time to shine, dang. Sorry, I thought of course. I will I I will I will say that mine is kind of along the same lines as yours, but primarily with the VR, just because of the fact that VR has already come so far in the past year, year and a half, two years that it's you know been mainstream. And I really want to see where they're going to be taking it in the next, you know, a year, two years, 10 years. Um, just because of the fact of I think we are coming closer and closer to a um, ready player one type of world where everybody just kind of gets lost in their own devices, uh, which I personally would love to see. But I understand why people are kind of hesitant of it. You know, because they're like, well, we have real world problems. Well, 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 well. Yeah, but sometimes you just need an escape. You know, if as long as you don't get sucked into it and addicted to it, then, you know, I think it's fine. But I really want to see what I would love to see some. So some. So we talked about this in the void episode. Yeah. Um, I want to see something along that that lines. But for in home application. That's where be you have,
0: geez,
1: I mean, they have similar. Yeah, no, absolutely, it would probably be outrageously expensive. But like some sort of in-home, and I, I know that they have some some technology out there already like this, uh, but in-home, like treadmill or like some sort of like gyrosphere something something that you can get either get into or stand on. Um, and be able to track your hand movements and your, and your motions and, and everything, you know, At like an affordable rate, that's what it, uh-, uh, 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 hopefully an affordable rate. And now, um, honestly, if, if they were to come out with something like that, I would feel comfortable paying two grand for it.
0: Ooh.
1: I mean, that's the price of technology. But you know what I mean, though. Like that's yeah. That is, oh, I understand. That's the next level. You know. Yeah. Think about think about the 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 Oculus whenever it first came out. It was like what the price of a new console five hundred bucks, six hundred yeah. bucks. It's it was like a thousand or something, point. wasn't
2: it? The, I know the HTC Vive, which is the most expensive one. I want to say when it first came out was pushing around eight hundred. It went that way you know like 800 but now they're like their base model is 500 and then their top right. of the line is 800 900 so but yeah. so like it's, it's so, not
1: going to be it, when it, it whenever it finally does happen it'll probably be ridiculously expensive for the first couple of years but once they start getting the manufacturing of these things down once they get the the cost on the Of manufacturing down that'll bring the down the prices also yeah Yeah. that's with everything as long as they don't want to keep up charging for
2: you know you gotta think with like look at like cell phones you got iphone and samsung are the two most expensive they're the two most well-known but they're also the two most expensive phones out there because of their name right you know, But you can get good quality phones for with lesser name recognition for less money. I mean, shoot, you can get a Google phone cheaper. And depending on what you need it for, you don't really need to spend as much money. That goes with the whole deal of PlayStation has the PSVR for, what was it on Black Friday? 300 with games. Yeah, you do like a bundle 300 and that's with five games and like good games too, like Resident Evil and stuff like that for your PlayStation and I've heard it's a good quality service, you know and I was going to get it but I, I was hesitant on it and waited too long and the sale ended but I've also heard that you can hook those up to, like, your computer, and it projects the computer screen onto your VR headset. So there's the possibility of them being able to release, like, updates or a newer version that could adapt into a more um, a more universal-friendly, cheaper headset, you know? Right. Right. So I agree with you. With the more the more that advances, the more they're going to realize the cost of the the bigger
1: the demand, the the cheaper that's going to go down because you're going to have more market. That was that was my 2020. Uh, Unless you have anything else, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Told you
2: it was too much. What do do you think of the Apple Arcade? That goes along with it. Do you know about that? I've heard stuff
1: about it I don't know much. Oh Google's doing
2: it too. What, Google's what doing you, it. Google Play it, Apple Arcade is like it's once again it's a monthly pay and you get free games. It's like a, a bunch of their games on the Apple store for free and it's kind of like its own little like marketplace on the store. And
1: I saw play. the Samsung version of it and I the, my first thought was, All the games that I play are free. Yeah. on my On my phone, so why would I pay monthly for games that I already pay for play for free? Yeah, and see, that's the thing
2: too. The thing with Apple, I'll say. The thing with Google phones, with Android phones, is it's a lot easier to get free games that aren't supposed to be free. You know, you can download the um, APK file and put it as long as you don't care about getting updates frequently, but with Apple, it is a lot harder and, but that's what also makes their, their stores a lot more secure um, Google is doing one, but it's supposed to be like 500 plus apps in total, not just games, so you pay monthly and you get access to like apps that you would normally pay for I don't know if you have any I know I'm like you, if I see an app and it has a price tag on it I just keep scrolling. Yeah, I'm but, the same way. But if you see an app that had a price tag on it and had the chance to get it, would you? Without, you know, like, once again, you're paying like
1: $5 a month. I don't know. Just It It would depend. It would depend on whether or not I see myself using that app. You know, because if I don't see myself using it, then I'm definitely not going to get it. Yeah, I think that's my problem with those, like, you know, the, like,
2: strategy games. Because oh, yeah. once I get in my, like, normal work routine and everything, I completely forget about it. You right. know, I forget about those type of games and those type of apps, and they just sit on my phone, and I don't use them. I have Duolingo on my phone that's supposed to teach you a different language. I've been learning Spanish for, like, a year now because I forget about the app, and I don't ever do it because when I'm sit doing... When I'm not at work, I'm doing other things. When I'm at work on break, I don't have enough service. But it's something once again where it's like Apple put that out there, and it, it made a market. So now Google's like, we got to one
1: up that market. That's you another know? thing that is that I've noticed is that there's been a lot of of making of markets here recently. Yeah, I think that's
2: what, and well, that our next episode it'll be about. The, the creation of the streaming market. Yeah, I really don't.
1: Unless you want to... Um, hey, I don't really have anything else. Yeah. I, I think I've pretty much said everything I needed to do. Uh, so, unless anybody else has anything, this has been Pieces of Tim Podcast. Again, my name's Mark. I'm Kale. Thanks for sticking around. And uh, remember, <laughs> creepy and a crime What? Oh man. That's our that's our
2: slogan. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. Weird. Bye everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>